Yeah. How is it only Tuesday? I don't know. It should be Friday. I'm exhausted. But if if it's Friday, though, then did we even do the podcast? I, in my head, I thought we did the podcast. I was kind of hoping we did the podcast because I was sitting there writing, writing the blog at work. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I was just exhausted, mentally exhausted. And then I remembered, oh my God, I have not even started the show notes. I still have to do the podcast tonight. But these are the things you fight through to give the content to the listener. Absolutely. These are the things you fight through. We do this for you. Welcome to On and Off the Field, week three of the XFL has come to its conclusion we are here to give you the recap of that, but we have so much more to talk about before we get there. So, just to kind of warm up here real quick, like, gotta go follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just do it. It's it's like people spend so much time on their phones just scrolling. All you gotta do is, like, I remember that on and off the field guy, he was like, I should follow him, so, like, I'm gonna go follow him, like. Super easy. Yeah, super That's all easy. it is. You just look it up on and off the field really, really fast. And then after you do that, you can head over to onandoffthefield.com, read some blogs. You know, read the about page, which I got to do more stuff on the about page still, but read the blog. And then you can go listen to the show. You can go subscribe to the show, like subscribe on iTunes and then rate and review it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you're also on the website, you can go to the home page and you can send an email on the contact us section. And, you know, if you're going to send that email, you just, might as well have a couple words in it. Yeah, it's if and it might as well be meaningful words. Yeah. Maybe words like all hail the jockstrap king. Yeah. And then if you hit send, I mean, that's three solid easy things that you just did. Yeah. Just and like that. Just done. Oh, and if you do those three things, oh. there's there's even more on top of it. It's not even the fact that you're now subscribed and you love us and you get to enjoy the content. Now, you're entered in our giveaway. Ooh. If you just do the standard things that you would do for any podcast or social media thing. Yeah. But we also give you a, a giveaway chance. Oh, snap. It's amazing. It sounds, sounds amazing. Already. It, it is amazing. Yeah. Because then, if you do that, we're going to draw three names. If you're the first name drawn, we're going to give you a nickname that will forever live on the show. Like Durf. Like Durf. And whatever my nickname might be down the road. I have no idea yet. <laughs> I do not give it any thought, and I feel like I should. Yeah. I'll just have to ask around. Maybe I'll do like a poll question. All right. We're going to get this figured out. We'll get it eventually. figured out. Yeah. If you're the second name drawn, Fred and I will autograph something for you. Yeah, anything. I mean, I mean, nothing illegal or right. No dirty underwear. No. no, nothing, nothing like that. We'll keep it nice and simple. Yeah, you know, send us a send us a picture, your favorite picture, yeah. or uh, just a piece of paper. Just if you send us literally just a blank piece of paper to sign, mm-hmm. we we will sign it. It'll be the only thing on there. Yep. And then when this show goes national and global, that'll be the first ever thing signed by us to a to a person. Yeah. And you can probably sell that for a solid 10 bucks. It's going to be awesome. If you're the third name drawn, we're going to donate $50 to your favorite charity or foundation. And then you can come on the show and talk about it if you want, or you don't have to. 
and you'll also get a nickname and something autographed. Grand prize winner. Grand prize right there. Just because of luck. Yeah. It's all strictly luck. There's no there's there's not no skill here no. except signing up and sending the email. Just, you, if you figure out how to do easy. that. Yeah. And it's super easy. Yeah. I mean, it, it's what you do for every show. Yeah. You just follow them, send them a quick mm-hmm. email. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. All hail Jockstrap King. Yeah. Yeah. Super just, easy. Just like that. And uh, one more quick shout out. And this is this is kind of a cheater thing. This person cheated to get involved in the giveaway. And it's not you. I see, no. yeah, I saw you started laughing. <laughs> I actually wasn't about to start talking about you. But I understand why you might think that. Fred entered himself in the giveaway, which is fine. Yeah. I won't. I, I should because I need a nickname. This might be a quick way to get around the, the nickname here. Yeah. But technically, Durf wasn't an f- official part of the show when the giveaway started. Yeah. So we're going to allow this. All right. And plus, since like no one else has done the giveaway yet except like, one other person. Yeah. But this other person... <laughs> found a shortcut of how to get themselves in the giveaway without even knowing it Hmm. it's this is this is cool so my sister-in-law i Uh think my brother's wife yep it's a sister-in-law right yep sister-in-law has now officially gone to my anchor profile of on and off the field oh yeah and she is now a supporter of the show and she is giving 99 cents a month to the show nice so that'll be roughly $12 by the end of the year. And in her honor, we will throw a pizza party for ourselves. And if she wants to come, she she can come and have a slice too. All right. I would have no problem with that. Yeah. So Sounds just, like a plan to me. And, and, and she's also a part of the giveaway now, officially. Nice. I'm throwing her in there because yeah. that's, 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 that's a baller move. Oh, yeah. That's 99 really cool. cents a month, yo. Yeah. That's income. Yeah. That's That's like being salaried. Yeah, I work four or five times a month, ninety nine cents, boom. boom. So thank you, Chelsea, you are a baller, and maybe you'll be drawn, and we'll give you a nickname or autograph something for you, or donate fifty dollars to your favorite charity, or all of them. Something like that's gonna happen. So we are going to dive into the first part of the show here, and it has nothing, has a little bit to do with sports. A little bit. Very small amount. Yeah. But I am wearing my Ami Gang hat that I bought at the brewery of Ami Gang in Cooperstown because Durf, myself, and our other dude Matt went to Cooperstown on Friday and stayed the night into Saturday and we did a bunch of stuff. We took a beer trip. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a minimal beer trip. Yeah. But it was still a beer trip. Apparently, Cooperstown and the accompanying towns around it, like Fly Creek. Yeah. That's the name of a town, Fly yep. Creek. That's a thing down there. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's not that popular down there this time of year. Hmm. And about, th- what, three or four of the breweries? Three at least? It was at least three in that area. Three breweries were closed for the season. Not even just like that week, the entire season, like like from January to roughly like April. That's they're nuts. just not open. Yeah, yeah. We'll try again in April. You would like to think this would be something we would research before we left. Like, hey guys, yeah, maybe we should see if they're open. Oh, they're closed for the season. Let's not go in February. <laughs> nah, we're just like, let's just go. And yeah. hey, two of them were open. Yeah. Um, we went. We hit. We got there on uh, Friday. This is another part of it that just 
poor scheduling. Apparently, we left too late because we were going to go to Ami Gang on Friday. Uh-huh. They close at 7. Oh, yeah. We showed up at 6.50 <laughs> at our hotel. <laughs> so. And we were still like 15 minutes from Ami Gang from the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't even close. Yeah. This is what happens well, when three guys go on a trip. We, we might not have been so late. No. Uh, <laughs> we might have saved a little bit of time. We'd like got there 10, for la- 15 more minutes. We would have got there for last call, maybe. Yeah, we could have showed up and like and waved at them. Maybe bought something <laughs> from the gift shop if if we didn't get pulled over in Fly Creek mm-hmm. by a wonderful um, state trooper. Yeah, he was super nice. Super dude. Super trooper. Good movie. Haven't seen the second one. Um, great guy. I... If if you've ever been pulled over at night, so it's nighttime. Yeah. We're in Fly Creek. There's no street lights, no. so all all I see is these headlights behind me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a car. Yeah. And then you know that feeling. You get yep. pulled over by a cop. Those red lights turn on, and your oh, heart yeah. just sinks. It's just a brutal feeling. So, in about what five minutes before he pulls me over, mm-hmm. Matt being the backseat driver. Hey, uh, he goes to Cooperstown all the time. He's a big baseball <laughs> yeah. fanatic. So he's down there. He said, you know, just so you know, I mean, I got buddies that get pulled over here all the time around this area, you know, coming in and out of mm-hmm. Cooperstown. You got to be a little careful. I was like, it's January or February. Right. Like, there's no cops out here watching in February. They mm-hmm. might be watching, like, baseball time. That would make sense. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sure enough, yep. they were there. Cop pulls me over. <laughs> So, you know, I, I see him get out of his car. I roll my window down. He's, like, slowly approaching the driver's side window. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's got a got weed or a gun. Or, Hello. He's like, hey, uh, how you guys doing? Um, yeah, You got a headlight out. <laughs> I have never felt relief like that. <laughs> The dude's super nice, tells me the headlights out, get like does the fix it ticket. Just super polite the whole time. Like the nicest state trooper probably on the planet. Yeah. Like state trooper, not like a town guy. Right. Like this is a state trooper. Mm-hmm. Serious people, but this dude's super nice, gives me the fix it ticket, sends me on my way. So yeah. we lost like twenty minutes there, maybe. Yeah. So th- we might have made a Tommy gang. I, I doubt we would have went. I doubt it, though. <laughs> I doubt it. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that we had, had get to the hotel. I set up my air mattress because I didn't want to sleep in the same bed with another guy there. This air mattress was great. It deflated on me halfway through the night. Um, but before we went to bed, we hit up a place called, I didn't write it down because I don't remember the name. But where we went for dinner? Yeah. Council Rock Brewery. Council Rock Brewery. I am not, I'm not sold on the brewery part of it. Yeah, I mean they had their enti- they had their own lineup of beer, but it wasn't like it didn't feel like a what you would expect a brewery to be. Like we walked in, and the bar was right there, but like it felt like that town's mom and pop restaurant just so happened to make their own beer. <laughs> Maybe that's because Cooperstown. Like that's just the thing. If you own a restaurant, you should just be a brewery too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that area is so much known for i mean they got like we said there was like three maybe four shut down we weren't even there we went to one Mm -hmm. we went to two act we went to two 
There was a cidery we passed that we didn't even look up. I'm sure there was probably more. It's just breweries all over the place over right. there. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a, it reminded me of a diner. I didn't. Even, yeah. I didn't want to go in. We showed up and we walk <laughs> in. And it's like it, this front room has like two tables that mm-hmm. are full, and then like an eight person bar. And I'm, I was, I was a little sketchy. Or sketched out here, but the guy yeah. behind the counter was super nice. Like yeah. he said, while you wait for a table, you want to have a beer. So we grabbed a beer, and then they brought us like, they finally gave us a table. We walked like half a mile through this freaking restaurant. We passed the kitchen, passed like three yeah. bathrooms, yeah. passed the janitor's closet. I'm pretty sure I saw a china through a hole in the back. We just, <laughs> and then we arrive at this tiny dining room with a bunch of smaller tables. There's a couple other like country people in there. Uh-huh. You got the camo hats. We sit down and just it was a good time. And the bartender was our waiter, and yeah. he's just a super nice guy. Oh yeah. I, I wish we wish we could have hung out with him a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. We have a great meal. I had a fish fry. Mm-hmm. The fish was like just dropped in. The fries were delicious. Matt had some kind of fancy burger. You had a burger ma- with maple syrup on it. Maple syrup burger. Yeah, and bacon. Was it good? It was excellent. You had to pay $3 extra for fries, so I'm not sure why that's a thing. Yeah, it seemed a little odd. Yeah, but, you know, it's it was fine. It was a trip. But it was good, though. Money's not a factor when you're on a trip. That's what, <laughs> you know, if you ever go on, like, a vacation, no matter how small, money's not a factor. So, we, we eat there, we go to bed, oh, we had a, we actually went to another sports bar, two bars afterwards where we just kind of had a couple drinks, mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Good time, and then we went to bed, and, well, wouldn't you know it, we actually have to take a break. <laughs> man, man, good thing, good thing there's not a lot of actual sport things happening, or we would probably, right. we would never make it within an hour. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, well. We'll see you back here in like a couple seconds or something like that. And uh, yeah, you listen on off the field. Be right back. Oh, welcome back to On and Off the Field. Um, left off talking about how we were drinking the night before. Went to two separate bars. Um, Matt would never be happy with me if i did not mention that he beat me in darts twice yeah he only beat me in darts barely like twice like just yeah, just yeah. barely beat me oh yeah the first game you're making a comeback oh the first game I, well, it was kind of a comeback and i like he he, he got me pretty good in the first one mm-hmm. the second one though massive comeback oh man came down to i just had to hit one more bullseye could yep. not do it <laughs> could not hit the bullseye yeah. And he, he, he hit it before I did. Well, I never hit it, but he hit it. Yeah. Beat me just barely. But he did win twice. So mm-hmm. Saturday comes rolling along. I struggle to get out of my half-deflated mattress. And, <laughs> you know, we pack up, leave for the day. And the first thing we'd have to do, got to get that headlight changed, man. Yep. <laughs> got to get that headlight changed. So uh-huh. we go to Napa. Yep, we were at Napa. Went to Napa, bought a headlight. Mm-hmm. Turns out, well, we tried to replace the headlight, and we we were trying to replace the wrong one <laughs> because there's two of them. The way Subarus are built, there's like the one that you can get to the high beam uh-huh. easily. Yep. Like I took it out and I'm like, cool, we got it. Mm-hmm. We took out the high beam. The low beam, you have to take the tire off. 
Yep. You have to take the paneling off mm-hmm. because the the regular beam is like behind a steel plate and you can't get to it from the engine. If yep. you just if you just lift your hood up. Subaru. So weird. Yo. Backwards engineering. Just <laughs> I'll never understand that. So we bought the bought the bulb still. Mm-hmm. And this guy was super nice. He's like, "Let me call up a shop for you real quick. See if they can take you." I was like, "All right." He he dials a number. They answer. Hey, Grandma, can you take a guy who needs a headlight change? <laughs> it took everything in my power not to laugh, just laugh right Such in his a face. Great story. <laughs> and then he it's kind of it's kind of like his grandma's talking to him, uh-huh. and he goes. Well, I just need to know, is mom and dad there? <laughs> like, okay. Uh, and something else is said. He's like, I just, okay, if you don't got time, that's fine. And then it hangs up the phone. And he's like, uh, sorry, they can't. They, they, they're they they're busy today. All right. Like, uh-huh. do, you, do you got another one? <laughs> he's like, yeah, that one was about 10 minutes away. Um, I got another one that's just it's just like five minutes if you go this way. Why would you tell me to go the one ten minutes away first? <laughs> trying to get that family business. Gotta get there. that family business running. <laughs> He's trying to send me the one ten minutes away. Oh yeah, there's one like five minutes down this way. Okay, <laughs> all right, let's start there. Yep. Yeah. So they answer. You know that was a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. So we head down to neighbors, neighbors yep. auto repair, and I'm pretty sure they spelled yeah. neighbors wrong on their sign. It was O-U-R-S at the end. I don't know if that it's, was on purpose. I think it's an old, like, German... It's a, it's like an old-time spelling. Oh, okay. So there might have been a reason for them to spell Like, we like corrected that. it as we modernized, I think. I've seen that in, like, I think older texts. It has an O-U-R-S at the end of it, but I mean, still. that place looked like it's been open since those times. Probably, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of the first colonies here. One of the original 13 go in there and there's like these two cats that are running around yep. they're adorable but matt's allergic so they're like chasing around matt but he's allergic <laughs> so that's funny so yeah they replace it real quick like they're super nice in there they only took like 20 bucks to do it real quick it was yeah. really nice uh-huh. so it only took about an hour and a half to get that yeah. that resurrected mm-hmm. that, that, that rectified <laughs> that issue rectified and then uh decided to head over to the baseball hall of fame yeah that was a cool place I loved it there. That was really cool. It was a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I'm not a big baseball guy. Right. But it's still, like, you walk in there and, like, oh, that's, like, Reggie Jackson's uniform that he wore. Right. Like, Babe Ruth wore that uniform. Like, mm-hmm. they have his locker in there. Yeah. Super cool place. Yeah. Super Watched cool. Watched a good video that they had, like, a 50-minute movie mm-hmm. called Generations of the Game. Yep. They interviewed a couple of like living Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Just showed some like highlight tapes. It, overall, I, it's hard to describe, but it was a it was a great yeah. little movie they made there. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually showed the the tape of Monet Davis. Yeah, and the, the little little, little league. league. Yeah, she, what, she was that the complete game or the no hitter? What what was that? Was it a no hitter? I think it was the no hitter. Still, right? I mean, still, it, it was a complete game and no hitter. Was it? I don't remember what it was. I, I'm pretty sure it was no hitter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she pitched the entire game though. I think she did. Did she? Yeah. It's been a long time since that happened. It's been what six years now? Was it 2014? I, I think it was 2014. Woo! From what, from what I remember in the video, I think it said 2014 on there. Wow. 
I can't believe that's been six years ago now. I know. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Dang. All right. Yeah, Mona Davis was in it. It just mm-hmm. had everybody. So we then we walked around the Hall of Fame a little bit longer. We got to we saw all the plaques. Mm-hmm. We were in there for a solid like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's what it felt like. Yeah. And then we hit up a cool pizza place, uh-huh. ate some lunch there, and then uh, headed over to Obby Gang. Yeah. Oh no! First, we were heading to the pizza place. Yep. And the state trooper told me, you know, if you ever just find like a cop, just flag them down, and they'll sign their pa- <laughs> sign the paperwork for you if you get it fixed. We're heading to the pizza place. In my head. Sure enough. In my head, I'm thinking, we're not just going to find a random cop. Like, there's not just going to be a cop just sitting somewhere for me to talk to. Cross the street, there's a cop just parked right there in his car, just Just chilling. Run back to my car, grab the paperwork. Hey, dude. (laughs) You mind signing this for me real quick? He went over and looked at the car. He signed it. Like, another nice guy. Mm -hmm. I guess all the cops in Cooperstown are nice. Yeah. But that was (laughs) just, never thought I'd actually find a cop to sign it like he said. So, uh, then we had to get the pizza, and then we had the Ami Gang, and this place is just the dopest brewery. Has to be the dopest brewery on the planet. Yeah. It was, I thought, so well designed. Like, they completely, like, themed it everything, like, to a T. Like, it was just, you walked in, and it was like, I could see myself being in Belgium right now. Yeah. As soon as you drive up. Like this yeah. stone archway. The archway, yep. Has their like symbol on it. They've been open what night since nineteen ninety seven. Yep. And then they had the first it was two dates. The other one was like it's from the fifteen hundreds. Fifteen Oh, he's got a date. I wanna say fifteen forty nine. I'll take it. Sounds right. I th- yeah, I think that's <laughs> what they said from the tour. We can have people Google that to fact check us. Yeah. Because I'm not going to do it right and now. And then they can email us on onoffthefield.com. Yeah. Tell us that we're wrong. Right. Or we're right. Yeah. And then just include all hell the Doc Chap King. And you're, yeah. And you're entered. You're entered for the giveaway. And you can tell us we're wrong. Yeah. You you win twice. Right. So just do it. Exactly. So easy. <laughs> so easy. Just do it. Uh <laughs> Just the coolest place. I ended up buying this hat. Mm-hmm. I bought this cool tumbler glass in their gift shop and a beer that cost me $18 to buy, which is delicious, which is yep. actually what I'm drinking. And you got some of that, too. I got some of that. It's like It was called like Super Creek or something. Like yeah. K-R-I-E-K, something weird. Yeah. Super delicious. Like really tart. It's got cherries in it. Yep, I could taste that. It's a really good beer. But it was good, though. It was very good. We got a tasting funny guy did the tasting with us he was like missing half his teeth and had a ponytail really funny dude mm-hmm. great tasting with him got a tour it was a lot smaller of a place than i imagined it would be right they do a lot they produce a lot yeah but the place itself is smaller than i expected it's literally gotta be like you do one beer a week or something like that it's got to be like the way that processing takes when right. they're telling us like it's got to be you don't do multiple beers a week like they don't that. have enough fermenters to do multiple no. beers <laughs> like all right this week we're running this beer all right yeah. next week we're running this one like it i mean it makes sense like based on all the kegs that were in the right outside yeah you walk outside <laughs> and they got like these two open door like kind of like lean twos yeah but they're like these warehouses storage spaces and there's just like there's just thousands of kegs like yeah. just stacked 50 feet in the air yep <laughs> they just got kegs on kegs <laughs> They had an ice skating rink out back. 
which mm-hmm. when we were walking back inside, there's actually a dad and two girls that were getting ready to go ice skating, mm-hmm. which is just cool. Yeah. And they had two taps. I don't think the taps were available. I don't think yet. There wasn't no. anybody there, but can no. you imagine just going ice skating there and then just skate up to the tap? Yep. That would have been sweet. That would have been really cool. If they set up the tap, I'll go back and ice skate and drink. Yeah. And then I'll fall down and split my head open. <laughs> I have to wear a helmet. But, uh, I mean, that was pretty much the trip. Yeah. We left Ami Gang, had some beer, had some souvenirs, mm-hmm. and we head back home. Yeah. It was a really, uh, it was a good trip, and I would definitely do it again as long as all the other breweries are open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just get, just gonna have to go back in, like, the summertime or something. Yeah. It would make a lot more sense. So, uh, that was the whole, that was the trip in a hole, and yeah. we're gonna get into some more sporty things. Alright. We're not gonna go full-blown sports yet, we gotta ease into sports. Yeah. We're gonna ease in with, uh, they had the Kobe Bryant and the Gigi Bryant and the memorial service for mm-hmm. all nine of the victims of the helicopter crash mm-hmm. on Monday from, it ran from 1 to 3.30. Oh, okay. And... And thank God I was on my lunch break. Yeah. When Vanessa Bryant was talking, like, cause I I I, I was tearing up mm-hmm. in my car listening to her talk. I don't know how she spoke. Yeah. I have no idea how how she how she did that. I'll never know. Yeah. To have that much strength to go up there and what she said was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just talking about like the details. Of like everything that like Gigi did and like she spoke about her life and not just about like her basketball or anything like that. Right. Like her actual personality and like the mother daughter story she was telling. Mm-hmm. Then she talked about Kobe as like a husband and a father and not him just you know, everyone knows about his basketball stuff. Right. But she went up there and talked about all the personal, intimate stuff and whew. I don't I don't know how she did it. Yeah. And then you get up there and then Shaq comes up. <laughs> Shaq, everyone's everyone has had to heard his his joke up there. Yeah, he he was in practice with Kobe once, and he said this is the time that he he, he started respecting him as he said uh, he wasn't passing the ball in practice. So he said, mm-hmm. "All right, I'll go talk to him." He walks up to Kobe and says, "There's no I in team." <laughs> yeah, and he said, "Yeah, but there's an me in that mother." <laughs> <laughs> Mother bleep. <laughs> I mean, and I think Shaq really loosened things up because there was a lot of, I mean, a lot of people went up there and were talking about. You know, it kind of was, it was, it was a memorial service. It was like right. a eulogy. It's supposed yeah. to be like a little sad. Yeah, but it's also supposed to be a celebration. And right, and, and Shaq went up there. <laughs> he started. He started the party because he went up there, and then MJ went up there. Yeah. And uh, he he said he started crying. And he said, "Great! I, I told my wife I didn't want to do this because now I'm going to have to deal with a deal with another <laughs> crying meme for another three or four years." Because <laughs> everyone knows the crying Jordan meme. Yeah, uh, he spoke. He said a lot of amazing things. Mm-hmm. And then the coach for the UConn women's basketball team, Gino Ariema, spoke. Uh, one of my favorite things he said was, uh, he, "Well, he was saying how Kobe wanted." advice on coaching his daughter's team mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like oh god that, that poor girl <laughs> like the uncoachable one wants to learn how to coach 
but he said he was watching Gigi play. I think he was watching tape, and mm. she had the ball and she was open, and she passed the ball. And yeah. and he said, "Oh, she's not listening to her father." <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. It's just so many people went up there and said so many amazing things. And it was just the, the whole event was was spectacular. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean. Granted, from one to two, I was able to watch Vanessa speak and, you know, kind of tear up. And then I went to my desk and I'm listening to everyone else talk. I'm like tearing up at my friggin' desk. Like I'm sitting over here, like listening to it, like trying, trying to type over here. <laughs> God, it was, that was, it was a great thing to listen to. I'm glad I listened to it. Mm-hmm. It was just tear jerking stuff. And uh, hopefully now, you know, everyone got to reflect, tell their stories. You know, I think it's, Everyone's ready to, uh, it's going to be hard, but, you know, it's kind of time to move on and, mm-hmm. you know, let them rest in peace and, yep. and then I guess that we'll, we'll come back around and 224 will forever be the Kobe Gigi day. And, mm-hmm. and at least as far as my, in my mind, right. 224 every year, this will be the year I, the day I remember. And of yeah. course the day of the actual incident mm-hmm. will be uh, remembered, but really, uh, Really amazing service. So, got to take our second break. I know, right? Second break already? Oh, right? God, there's so much stuff to talk about. All right, we'll be right back. And we are back. On off the field with Durf and Dylan. Durf and Dylan on and off the field. Tuesday nights. It's pretty good radio voice. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I feel like I can I can do like uh what's the what do they call those people that do the uh the voiceovers? Yeah, I'm gonna start a business and I'm gonna start uh, putting myself out there oh, like a freelancer for voiceovers. Like the commercials for like the like when you go to the movie theaters, they used to do it for a while. Right. Like if you're doing like a like a trailer for a movie. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, Chris Hemsworth is Thor and Thor Ragnarok. They don't do that anymore, really. Yeah. Not not very often, at least. But no, stuff kinda, like that. Yeah, it's kind of like a little bit lost. Like they just use words on the screen now. Right. They use words on the screen and then just like um snippets from the movie itself like a right. trailer they yeah. just kind of show the movie like mm-hmm. that they don't really do voiceovers anymore yeah <sighs> all that beer's gone damn <laughs> what am i gonna drink now for another 29 minutes boy oh boy we're gonna have to get through it so a big fight happened on saturday mm-hmm. i didn't watch it because i don't i don't watch fights no. i'm not paying for it no nope. just put it on tv like a normal human being yep but uh, yeah, Deontay Wild got, Wilder got the snot beat out of him by Tyson Fury, which I actually learned Tyson Fury is his real name. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like, that's not a boxing name. Yeah. Like, his I actual name is Tyson Fury. I didn't know boxers use alternate names. Like I know Some like, of them do. Like, you got a cowboy. I guess it's just a nickname, but right. if, if you make a profession out of something like this, usually, like, you got, like, your, your stage name, kind of. Huh. Yeah. A but couple yeah. people do it. Like, sometimes you'll find out like, people change their names to sound more intimidating, especially, like, boxers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Tyson Fury is his real name. Didn't yeah. know that. 
Hmm. Like you think you hear Tyson Fury like Mike Tyson, so I thought he would take Tyson and make that his first name. That Fury, oh, okay. like Fury of Blows, but no, like that's his real name. Hmm. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't care about any of this. All, the only reason I wrote this down is because uh, two reasons actually. Mm-hmm. Wilder blamed the loss. Partially blame the loss. I guess I should be fair to him because he said no excuses, whatever. He made an excuse, Mm -hmm. and he said that the costume he wore was 40 pounds to walk up to the stage. He wore it, and it tired his legs out. (laughs) He says his his legs were shot after the first round. Well, that just tells you boxers don't do leg day. No. Not one bit. No. No, they they ain't out there doing leg press. <laughs> they don't make money on their legs. And he said he he wasn't himself, couldn't move, legs were tired. Bruh, I'm a fat nothing. I I do like zero workouts, and I can I can wear forty pounds for five minutes and be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, let's let's be honest here. <laughs> the second reason is uh, I was I I was all for a rematch. Mm-hmm. Like in in like two years. Right. Like both these guys can go fight somebody else. Like yep. Fury can go win another one, defend his belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilder can go and, you know, kind of get back in the groove of winning. You know, work on his technique a little bit. Find a costume that doesn't weigh forty pounds. Right. And then they can come back in two years, and then fight out round three. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have a lot more appeal. Right. But now. He had a rematch clause in his contract where he can exercise a rematch, and now they're going to be fighting each other in a couple of months. Jeez. So, you just got the ever-loving crap beat out of you. And he's so confident. He is so confident. He lost because of that costume mm-hmm. that he's going to fight him again in a couple of months. I don't know. Not, not a smart idea. No. Fury will love it. Yeah. Fury will love love another seven, eight round match where he just gets to beat the crap out of him. Yeah. Fine. I mean, I, did, win. I didn't see him on any highlights, but from what I could tell, I didn't look like Fury took a lot of hits. Or like he was. No. No. It was, it was like, it, I might as well have stepped into the ring. I probably could have lasted as long as Wilder did. <laughs> I could have at least ran around the ring like Floyd Mayweather and avoided yeah. punches at the, at the, at the minimum. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I mean,. I think I saw like this summer might be the uh, the rematch. Couple months, basically. Mm-hmm. Quickly, just gonna hit MLB. Jose Altuve, he got beaned in his first uh, spring training at bat. Oh, shocker! So we didn't even make it to the regular season yet, and Astros hitters are already taking taking punches. <laughs> uh, and then Yankees pitchers, I'm throwing out there for Matt. Yeah, Matt, if you are listening, uh, the Yankees are just as big of cheaters as the Astros because. <laughs> Um, they have six hundred billion dollars to spend, um, like on pitchers like Garrett Cole, and they have Luis Severino is going to have Tommy John surgery this year, so he's going to be out for the year. James Paxton has a bad back, and he's going to be out for like ever, which I warned him about. Mm-hmm. He was super excited he got Paxton from the Mariners. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> pa- no. Paxton's an old man. I- I'm about. I'm healthier than Paxton. And then Domingo Germán is suspended for like half the season. That's like three of their starting pitchers. It doesn't matter. If 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 other teams <laughs> lost their starting three pitchers, they'd be done for the year. They they would right. be projected to do nothing. Yeah. The Yankees are still World Series favorites because they have six hundred billion dollars to spend and they have Garrett Cole and they can just go get twenty more pitchers. It doesn't matter. They'll just right. they'll just spend money on whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> I hate the Yankees. I hate all the big market teams. Yeah. 
It's not fair. How is that a thing? How do they not have a cap? How how that. is it a thing that you can just go spend as much money as you want? Doesn't you have no cap? Right. If you're a big market team, basically mm-hmm. you have no cap. Let's be honest. The Yankees, the Red Sox, although they let bets go, it's a bad example this year. Yeah. Like Dodgers, you don't have a cap. Yeah. But then, if you're a Mariners fan, if you're a freaking Milwaukee fan, yeah. If you're Miami, I don't know, maybe not Miami. Maybe they're just a bad team in general. But if you're small market, right? You're, you're the Athletics. Yeah. You're getting you're getting crapped on every year because you're a small market team. Mm-hmm. It takes you ten years to build a good team when right. the Yankees will just go buy a team. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I hate baseball. <laughs> I hate the Yankees. All right, we're gonna talk about the NFL real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess free agency. There's really not that much stuff. Austin Hooper is officially a free agent. I saw that. Um, Justin Simmons, safety for the Broncos. Uh, they came out and said that. He will be tagged if they can't get a contract done. So that's one safety that's off the market. Mm-hmm. And then Cam Newton is officially staying in Carolina. I did not see that. Yeah. Really? Matt Rule apparently has plans for Cam Newton. Interesting. Yeah. I that's... didn't see that coming. But where else a... is he going to go? I can see him going to Chicago. Well, I meant like Matt Rule with quarterback. Sorry, that oh. was that wasn't clear. That's my okay. fault. <laughs> like, where's Matt gonna? Where where else would Matt Rule go at quarterback? Like, you're not using Kyle Allen or Will Greer. They suck. You're gonna draft a guy and then have three unexperienced quarterbacks on your roster. Well, he's got seven years to figure it out. So <laughs> it's seven years and a whole boatload of money. Um, the combine started. Yeah. No one cares. No. The only thing that matters is Joe Burrow is officially sliding down the draft board. Yeah. Joe Burrow is probably somewhere in the sixth round right now <laughs> on, on draft boards because he came in and measured nine-inch hands. Tiny. Baby hands. Baby hands. He might as well retire. Uh, he, might as well, he might as well retire. Right he's now. considering it. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 considering retirement now. Because they measured his hands after he threw 60 touchdowns at LSU in one yeah. season. His, his nine-inch hands are a problem. Hmm. We'll see. <laughs> the combine <laughs> is an absolute joke. Oh, yeah. This is why I don't talk about it. This is why I don't watch it. Yeah. The combine has one purpose and one purpose only. So teams can go talk with other teams about trades and free agency before yeah. the before the tampering period ends, mm-hmm. which I'll never understand. You're going to bring all these teams together into one location and just hope they don't tamper? Right. Something's going on. Like, <laughs> why don't you just move the tampering period up to, like, now? Yeah. Like, come on. Let's let's be serious here. They're all talking right now as they are all in one city. Mm-hmm. But uh, the only real other thing to talk about is the CBA, the collective yeah. bargaining agreement going on in the NFL. All the changes they want to make. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, people, you know, people might think at any other year, I guess not any other year because there have been lockouts, mm-hmm. but in most years you do the CBA, small money changes because money right. changes, you know, the players want more money. Things happen. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Just yeah. normal changes. All right, we'll give you an increased share, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Small things. This is a big year. They want to add a 17th game. All right. They want to add a playoff team per conference. 
Uh, Interesting. Take that up 14. So, I mean, when just that alone mm-hmm. is money. Yep. It's, it's more revenue. Yep. So the player's concern. I mean, they did increase the player's share from 47 to 48 and a half percent. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because it's not, it's not anywhere, like, it's not the same level as the rest of the big four. Right. Like, the rest of the big four are all at 50%. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't the NFL just be like, let's just go here and kind of ride this out? It's because the, the owners are greedy. Right. The NFL is closer, probably the one, like, the owners of the NFL, in the NFL are probably the greediest owners of any sport. Right. Pretty close. Yeah. I mean, the the uh, NBA might be a close second, mm-hmm. but uh, the NFL is really bad. Some of these old geezers that are still clutching onto their, like, Jerry Jones. One of them died in Houston, thank God. Well, it's probably not the nicest thing to say. He was a bad. Oh, he was a terrible person, though. That's the same guy who said let, like the inmates running the prison thing when he was referencing the players. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not something you say. No, it's not a good thing. No, <laughs> I don't can't remember his name, and I'm not going to honor him by saying his name out loud. <laughs> I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. But basically, I heard someone do the math. You know, you increase that share, and it it boils down to. Mm-hmm. He said it all. It boils down to. Somewhere between two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars a player, in increased revenue. Hmm. It's, if you're talking about like Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't care. Right. Two hundred thousand, that that goes towards my, like one of my six houses, my loans in my houses. Yeah. He doesn't care about that. Right. The new kids coming in. That's a big deal. Big deal. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many more things though that are happening with this. They said they wanted a. Uh, Extended post career health care. Right now yep. it's five years. They're saying why not ten or fifteen? Mm-hmm. The deal would be ten years long. That's insane. Ten years long. You I... don't sign up for anything that's ten years. No. You don't go to your job and they're like, all right, we're gonna pay you the same salary and the same everything and you can't get a promotion and we're gonna give you the same health care. Everything's the same mm-hmm. for ten years. No. That's not a thing. No. You don't do that. Yeah. So that's that's asinine. That'll never that'll mm-hmm. never be signed if they're going to keep it at ten years. Yep. Um, you have more things there, Durf. Um, I think the whole like the seventeenth game that they're trying to bring in wouldn't start until like twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. All right. Yep. But it, it as of right now, it's not an international game for the odd game out. So I think. What I heard today was that they're going to do it by conference. So, like the first year, the NFC will have nine, each NFC team will have nine home games. And then the next year, each AFC team is going to have nine home games. And then the other conference, obviously, will have eight. So, I thought yeah. that was interesting. I, I wrote that down on my sheet. Yeah. I don't know if I, if I wrote that down later or mm-hmm. if you have that on your sheet too. I, I, I bolded correction because I remember oh, I said yeah. that last week. Yeah. Like seventeenth game would be an international game, like nah. No. <laughs> maybe maybe a lot further down the road that might happen. Right, and I think that's what the NFL is trying to get to yeah. with that extra game. I think what they're gonna try and do is get to like that, that sixteen, seventeen international games a year. Yeah. Which really just tries to promote us within other countries like we oh, do Europe. More money. Mexico. So yeah. I haven't gone back to like Canada yet lately. It's it's hard to go to Canada. I with mean, Buffalo right there. They got you got to compete with, I don't know, you got the CFL and arena leagues up there, and I don't know if you'd be kind of yeah. stepping on their toes. I don't know if there's rules there. 
Mm-hmm. It'd be definitely something to ask questions about, but yeah. I, I don't under, I don't know why you wouldn't want teams in Canada, right? Like something in Toronto, like we do every other sport, right? Up there, yeah. Why not NFL? Yeah, I'd, I have no idea, and I, I, the only thing I could assume is it might be CFL related. Yeah, that'd probably. be my that'd be my only guess. Yeah, but I think the only other NFL news. That is out there that we didn't cover. It was just the whole Greg Robinson situation that happened with the. Uh... See, this is another thing. Yeah, it's another thing where I thought we talked about it last week, but it happened later I in mean, the we week. We talked about it on our trip. Oh my and I god! I saw that and I was like, "Wait a minute!" I am so <laughs> bad at remembering things. I even went through my Facebook feed. I was like, "All right, when did these things happen?" Right. <laughs> yes, Greg Robinson. Go ahead, Fred. So Greg Robinson was arrested um, last week with 157 pounds of marijuana. Like how? At the U.S.-Mexican border. Yeah. Even. Not just like stopped by a town cop. Yeah. At the border. Like how do you think it was going to get through? So, Excuse uh, me, sir. Uh, you have a little <laughs> bit of a lean in your car. Like, it's heavily, like, like the bumper's scraping against the ground. I'm going to have to look into that. 157 pounds. Oh. So, I guess they actually had an Uber driver. Or an Uber driver. That was one of the people that was in the car that, that and they, and they stopped him. And the Uber driver didn't get charged. Really? Because he... Sh- because apparently Greg Robinson... Sent the Uber driver a text and said, "If you take the heat for this, I will compensate you." So the ah. Uber driver walks scotch free. But now Greg Robinson could be twenty years in prison. Twenty years. What a guy. Yeah. What a guy. The Browns are just churning out <laughs> failures at life. People just turn into complete failures oh. once they go to Cleveland. Yeah. But if that is that's, that's if that's that. it, yeah, we got XFL games. I know we got some. We got four games to talk about. Four games, and we got ten minutes to talk about. All right, we can do this. Let's create XFL. XFL first game. Well, just so you know, mm-hmm. attendance numbers were up again this week. Yep, from uh, seventy six thousand two hundred eighty five to eighty one thousand nine hundred forty two. Uh, very, very uh, big news for because out of St. Louis, it's the highest home total. Twenty nine thousand five hundred forty four showed up. Oh, dang! To St. Louis's first home game. Oh man! In Seattle, uh, Seattle actually still brought in twenty two. That's 22, impressive. Twenty two thousand for their second game. Yeah, which they lost, so there probably be a lot less than twenty two <laughs> next week. TV numbers are steadying out at like, I think it was somewhere around one point five million eyeballs. Yeah. Yep. For each game, so, so it's not bad. Not bad. It's still, I think I saw that the as long as they don't get to like down to like the couple hundred thousand oh, yeah. viewers like the AAF did, then they actually have a shot to keep this thing going. Yeah, I, I wrote down. I actually, I mean, like I like I said, I think I said it another uh, earlier uh, when the XFL is getting going. They have number in their head. Yeah, they have a number in their head that they want to see these numbers mm-hmm. by season's end. And I said if they can average. Maybe this was a little high. I'm going to say 15 to 20k in the seats and 1.2 million watching screens. Mm-hmm. That'd be a successful season. And so far, they're on pace for that. Yeah. I, I, maybe they'll lose some some of the Vipers fans. They might lose some of the LA fans if they don't right. keep this winning streak thing mm-hmm. going. 
<laughs> winning streak of one. <laughs> Speaking of winning, yeah. let's get into these games, though. Alrighty. The Houston Roughnecks at the Tampa Bay Vipers. Them Vipes, yo. That Hit vibes. me with it, Fred. What you got? <laughs> oh, so the Roughnecks win 34-27 to over the Vipers. Uh, Houston's just continuing to roll on offense. Uh, P.J. Walker to Cam Phillips is clearly the the hot QB wide receiver combination in the XFL right now. Um, Tampa Bay finally has an offense. Um, they brought in, they changed who's calling the plays from Mark Tressman as the head coach to their offensive coordinator. And Which is why would you not start with that? In my right? opinion, I realize some coaches like call plays but, yeah. to do certain things. Like, why would you not be like, Hey, I'm going to guide you that this way to do things, right. but I want you to do the things like, no, instead of no, I'm just gonna do everything. You can sit there and look pretty. You're the offensive coordinator. Your job is the offense. Call I'll the literally place. coordinate the offense on the field. So yeah, <laughs> they handed that over to him. <laughs> yeah. So um, James Butler for the Roughnecks looked good. I love James Butler. Been talking about him since week one. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. Solid 72 yards love and it. a two point attempt. Did he? Yeah. Oh, they don't they don't track that on the stat sheets the the conversion points. Oh yeah. I I I, I look for that, but I don't look too hard. I was reading an article. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think Quentin Flowers is going to be the starting quarterback for the Vipers next week for sure. Based you on really got to hope so. Yeah. Because I'm starting to feel bad for Vipers fans. Like you guys are forced <laughs> to to like Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and now you got the Vipers. Yeah. Like God bless your souls. I really hope. I really hope they start Flowers next week. I hope so. Like Mark Tressman can stay. Like people are saying they should fire him. I don't know. That's a stretch. Just, just, just I put Flowers he, in. Yeah, I think that's a good just to do that. It took him three weeks to figure out that he shouldn't be calling plays, or at least two weeks. So yeah. he's working his way towards smartness. I mean, Mark Tressman used to be a really good CFL coach. He came to the NFL, didn't do so great. Yeah. Then he kind of was. Did he go back to the CFL or? I think he, I, just, I think he did go back to the CFL for a little was, while. He did he, something for a little while. Yeah, and then he, now he's here. XFL. Yeah. So. He had a, he had like a weird coaching tree. I, I looked it up the other day. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to make sure this was the right right Mark Tressman for an article that was with with the Bears, and it is. Yeah. So very very odd character this one. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right. So the 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 Roughnecks stay in the number one spot for power rankings. Yep. Just absolutely dominating their way. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Renegades at the Seattle Dragons. Renegades win twenty-four to twelve. Tale of two halves, and it's uh, it's a sad one for the Dragons. <laughs> Seattle dominated the first half. Yeah, Brandon Silver's with two touchdowns, and they were rolling. Austin Prohl and Kenneth Farrell. Austin Prohl was a former Bill, just so you know. Yep, former Buffalo Bill there. And Kenneth Farrell, the running back, both got two touchdowns. The defense had two interceptions. Mm-hmm. It was 12-6 to six at the half. Yeah. It was looking like the Seattle Dragons had a shutdown defense rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, second half starts up. Mm-hmm. And Landry Jones ends up going 30 for 41, 274 yards with three touchdowns with those two interceptions in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then Cameron Artis Payne followed up his impressive week last week with 99 yards and a touchdown with a 13-carry 80-yard day. Yep. And then the new hot name, tight end Donald Parham. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and say Parham. That's what it looks like. It might be wrong. I think it's Parham. Pa- oh, that makes more sense, Parham. 
No, don't emphasize the ham. <laughs> I mean, you can emphasize the ham all you like. I like I mean, par ham. I like par ham too. We're gonna go with par ham, go, well, yeah. and, and you guys are gonna know what we're talking about. It's yeah. fine. Par ham, Donald Parham. Uh, he was the beneficiary of two of those three touchdowns, and he has three on the season. He's a tight end. Mm-hmm. He's looking like a big part of this offense. Yeah. And uh, Bob Stoops and Landry Jones. Next stop, Houston. Oh boy, Battle of Texas. If you want your uh, your hot game of the week for next week, Houston versus Dallas. That's going to be a good one. It's going to be a real good one. All right, it's your New York Guardians oh at the St. Louis Battlehawks. Give Saint it to Louis. me. Oh, man. So the St. Louis Battlehawks steamrolled over the New York Guardians 29-9. to <laughs> Oh, Guardians were a mess all day. Matt McGoin with a rib injury. Marquise Williams comes, comes in as relief. Then it gets benched at the end of the game. For uh, Luis Perez, right? Yeah, who learned, how, learned, who learned how to play quarterback. Uh, watching YouTube videos. I love the internet. It's amazing. That's great. And he did good. Four for five, 39 yeah, yards and a really, touchdown. He really wasn't bad. I mean, it was a late I'm game. smelling starter. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe what not. happened? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so St. Louis looked great. They had the first XFL kickoff return for touchdown. Sexy. That was nice. A little, uh, little, little lateral flip. there and... Yeah, then Joe uh, Powell runs down the sideline, and we finally got that return that we were looking for with that new kickoff set set up. I think it looks amazing. It's hard to get through twenty people, right? I mean, you got. I mean, you're blocking ten, ten people blocking. Yeah, it's a wall. Yeah, and they played it perfectly. Yep. Yeah, it was a good return. Uh, let's see, Matt Jones for the BattleHawks had another good day. Uh, 95 yards on the ground with a touchdown. Christy and Michael also had a touchdown, but only former three, Seahawk former represent with 44 yards. <laughs> um, Guardians' run game looked effective. Yeah. Um, with Tim Cook and Darius Victor each having 50 yards. Yeah, that's about it for them. That's about it. <laughs> Everything else was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Guardians really upset me because I made them my. After the first week, I made them my number one in the power rankings. Yeah. I believed in that defense. Mm-hmm. Where'd it go? I hate it, them. It, like, disappeared. I hate them so much. It reminds me of the Giants now. Ugh. Well, New York just has a thing for <laughs> terrible football teams right now. New York City teams. Yeah, New York City teams. My apologies, because <laughs> Buffalo is in New, New York. York that, that is in New York. So... The last game was the Wildcats against the Defenders. Oh man! Defenders at LA, thirty-nine to nine, spanking the Wildcats' hand of the Defenders. Yeah, that was amazing. Josh Johnson has finally got control of this offense. Eighteen to twenty-five, two seventy-eight, and three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And Nelson Spruce didn't even catch a touchdown pass. No. They found other people playing yep. football on this team. Yeah. Trey McBride, 109 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Martez Carter, the running back, three catches on three targets, 41 yards and a touchdown. And he rushed for 34 yards and two more touchdowns. Yeah. Wildcats offense looks good, but man, that defense. defense. Four interceptions, two from cornerback Mike Stevens, a fumble recovery, which is like pretty much the only one in the entire XFL so far. Was yeah. on a muffed punt. Yep. Like not not a lot of fumble recoveries this season at all. 
three sacks, five tackles for losses, and just just Cardell Jones was swarmed the entire game. Yeah, just that the, the defenders' offense could do nothing. Mm-hmm. Cardell Jones had a net yard, yet a yardage of ninety passing yards and four interceptions. Oof. I mean, they got two hundred rushing yards. So that run-heavy offense actually. <laughs> Played well this week. They but... played well, but the four interceptions kind of put an end to that. I mean, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> they were never even in a goal-to-go situation. They never got wow. within 10 yards the Oof. end zone. Yeah. They had one touchdown, but it was from like 30 yards out with their running back. Oh, okay, yep. But they never even got in a goal-to-go situation. Cardinal didn't even finish the game. Yeah, they. I don't even know the backup. Is. Tyree Jackson. Ty- yeah, that's right, Tyree Jackson. Uh, former Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. I thought he was going to start. It's hard to start when you're behind Cardale, though. Yeah. You know who I haven't seen for quarterbacks that they advertised as the season was getting like coming getting closer? Connor Cook. Who's he with? Not a clue. Yeah. That's upsetting. <laughs> it is a name, though. I remember reading about him. Yeah, former Michigan State quarterback, I believe. Yeah. 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 So those are our four games, and yeah. like always, we're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> so my power rankings real quick. I'm mm-hmm. going to look at you for the thumbs up if you agree or disagree. Roughnecks, number one. Battlehawks, number two. Yep. Defenders, number three. Yep. I'm giving the defenders the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah. Renegades, number four. Yep. Wildcats, five. Oh, yeah. Guardians, six. Nope. No, yeah, I, I, I can understand that. Seattle Dragons, seven. Yep. Vipers eight, mm-hmm. so basically, where are you putting the Guardians? At the bottom. Yeah, wow, number yeah. eight. Yeah, we'll slide Seattle up to six. And wow, Tampa Bay up to seven. I just, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Guardians because I ranked them so high early on. Yeah, I lost that soft spot. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, LA Wildcats at the Guardians for Week Four. Who's your winner? I have LA. Yeah, it makes sense. Seattle Dragons at the Battlehawks. Who's your winner? I got the bad hawks in yeah, that one. Yeah, that's that's fair. Brandon Silvers needs to go away. Roughnecks at the Renegades. I'm going to take the Roughnecks. I'm going to take the Renegades. Really? Yeah, I'm looking for that upset. All Let's right. Let's go. I can see it. But here we go. The Defenders at the Vipers. I'm taking the Vipers. Mm. I'm taking that upset. That's saucy. I'm going to take the Defenders for a bounce back game. Yeah. All righty. You know, we did pretty good last week. We did do good last week. Three out of four. That's not bad. Yeah. And and one of them was an upset. So, yeah. I mean, that's hard to predict. So, yeah. my upsets my upsets going to be the Renegades. All right. And I'm going to go for four for four. All righty. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on On and Off the Field. I think we're missing something, Fred. I think we are. All hail the jockstrap king. <laughs> <laughs>